Wow. Thank you, Lord. Wow. I want to read you this article, and then I want to read you some scripture. It is. In the late 1980s, Lee Searle, the daughter of the famous genius, donated 1,400 letters written by Einstein to the Hebrew University with orders not to publish their contents until two decades after his death. This is one of them. And and it's to his daughter, and it writes, When I proposed the theory of relativity... Very few understood me, and what I will reveal now to transmit to mankind will also collide with the misunderstanding and prejudice in the world. I ask you to guard the letters as long as necessary, years, decades, until society is advanced enough to accept what I will explain below. There is an extremely powerful force that so far science has not found a formal explanation to. It is a force that includes and governs all others and is even behind any phenomenon operating in the universe and and has not yet been identified by us. This universal force is love, and love is all caps. When scientists looked for a unified theory of the universe, they forgot the most powerful unseen force. Love is light, and the light is capitalized, that enlightens those who give and receive it. Love is gravity because it makes some people feel attracted to others. Love is power because it multiplies the best we have and allows humanity not to be extinguished in their blind selfishness. Love unfolds and reveals. For love we live and die, Love is God, and God is love. This force explains everything and gives meaning to life. This is the variable that we have ignored for too long. Maybe because we are afraid of love, because it is the only energy in the universe that man has not learned to drive at will. To give visibility to love, I made a simple substitution in my most famous equation. If instead of E equals MC squared, we accept that the energy to heal the world can be obtained through love multiplied by the speed of light squared, we arrive at the conclusion that love is the most powerful force there is because it has no limits. After the failure of humanity and the use and control of other forces of the universe that have turned against us, it is urgent that we nourish ourselves with another kind of energy. If we want our species to survive, if we are to find meaning in life, if we want to save the world and every every sentient being that inhabits it, love is the one and only answer. Perhaps we are not yet ready to make a bomb of love, a device powerful enough to entirely destroy the hate, selfishness, and greed that devastate the planet. However, Each individual carries within them a small but powerful generator of love whose energy is waiting to be released. When we learn to give and receive this universal energy, dear Liesl, we will have affirmed that love conquers all, is able to transcend everything and anything. And because love is the quintessence of life, 
uh, not quintessential, quintessence of life. I deeply regret not having been able to express what is in my heart, which has, quiet, which has quietly beaten for you all my life. Maybe it's too late to apologize, but as time is relative, I need to tell you that I love you, and thanks to you, I have reached the ultimate answer, your father, Albert Einstein. Can you feel the power in that right now? That's like scripture. That is exactly like scripture. That is exactly like scripture. I want to take you tonight to the message. We're going to go to John 15 in the message. But I want that to sink in for a moment before I actually open up John 15. That love. What have we been learning recently? That the quantum level is God's heart, right? And what's the essence of God? His love. And it's pure. It's powerful. It's impactful. It's full of life. You could say it's teeming with life because it's the team of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. That was a pun. That's funny. Why else? Because laughter are good like a medicine, right? But you see, our Father revealed this to this man. It had to be 50 plus years ago, and he couldn't release it. Why couldn't he release it? It wasn't the right time. But something is going on in 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 the universe today. It's the time. It's the time for the revelation of the purity of love and the power of that love. And the life in that love. And that love, it overpowers every lie that we've ever been told and believed. It overpowers every dysfunction in our body. It's the, it's the source of pure function. It's the source of pure reality. And when we tap that, even impre- even just a little bit, it starts to make changes in our body, in our changes in our thoughts. And Jesus talked about love a lot. And John, the book of John, is full of Jesus discussing love. And I picked it out of the message tonight because I just thought it, was, it felt, in light of what we just read, it just felt like it bootstrapped. And so I want to start in... John 15, and I got to tell you, it's kind of hard to stand here. That's why my elbow's on here, because it's like getting really, really powerful up here. John 15, I am the real vine, and my father is the farmer. He cuts off every branch of me that doesn't bear grapes. And every branch that is grape-bearing, he prunes back so it will bear even more. You are already pruned back by the message. Guess what? You're already pruned back. Don't have to be afraid that you're going to be pruned even more. You've already been pruned. I'm not saying you're a prune, but I'm saying you've been pruned. (laughs) You are already pruned back by the message I have spoken. Live in me. Make your home in me just as I do in you. I, in, in the same way that a branch can't bear grapes by itself, but only by being joined to the vine, you can't bear fruit unless you are joined with me. I am the vine, you are the branches. When you're joined with me and I with you, the relation intimate and organic 
The harvest is sure to be abundant. Separated, you can't produce a thing. Anyone who separates from me is dead wood gathered up and thrown on the bonfire. But if you make yourselves at home with me and my words are at home in you, you can be sure that whatever you ask will be listened to and acted upon. This is how my Father shows you He is. When you produce grapes, when you mature as my disciples. I loved you the way my Father has loved me. Make yourselves at home in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain intimately at home in my love. What's his command? To be at home in his love. And the best part is he does it for us. He makes the way for us. That's what I've done. Kept my father's command and made myself at home in his love. And I've told you these things for a purpose, that my joy might be your joy. And your joy wholly mature. And this is my command. Love one another the way I loved you. This is the very best way to put love. Put your life on the line for your friends. You are my friends when you can do the things I command you. And I'm no longer calling you servants because servants don't understand what their master is thinking and planning. No, I've named you friends because I've let you in on everything I've heard from the Father. You didn't choose me, remember. I chose you and put you in the world to bear fruit, fruit that won't spoil. You know, you got no stinking fruit. It can't spoil. As fruit bearers, whatever you ask the Father in relationship to me, he gives you. But remember the root command, love one another. If you find the godless world is hating you, remember it it got its start hating me. If you lived on the world's terms, the world would love you as one of its own. But since I picked you to live on God's terms and no longer on the world's terms, the world is going to hate you. Okay. We've been told, right? When that happens, remember this. Servants don't get better treatment than their masters. If they beat on me, they will certainly beat on you. If they did what I told them, they will, they will do what you tell them. They are going to do all th- these things to you because of the way they treated me. Because they don't know the one who sent me. And that's the sad part of it. They don't know the love. They don't know the heart of the one who sent them. If I hadn't come and told them all this in plain language, it wouldn't be so bad. As it is, they have no excuse. Hate me, hate my father. It's all the same. If I hadn't done what I have done among them, works no no one has ever done, they they wouldn't be to blame. But they saw the God signs and hated anyway. Both me and my father. Interesting, they have verified the truth of their own. Scriptures where it is written, they hated me for no good reason. And when the friend I plan to send you from the Father comes, the Spirit of Truth issuing from the Father, He will confirm everything about me. You too, from your side, must give your confirming evidence since you are in this with me from the start. You see, and it covers, it really covers a lot about what, what even Einstein was saying. The world wasn't ready. The world didn't, couldn't handle it. 
And yet now there's this gentle calling of the Spirit of God coming through us to the world out there going, but there's more. It's His love. And it's full of life. It's full of healing. It's full of joy. It's full of peace. It's full of mercy. It's full of kindness. It's just full of patience. It's all full of the good things we've all been longing for. And as John tells us later, or I I guess it's Peter that says, as he is, so are we in this world. It's all been there. It's just been bottled up. And yet all of a sudden, it's breaking forth. And is it breaking forth because we have been pursuing grace and grace being the highway to the greater things and the mysteries of God? Yeah, I think it is too. And the clarion call for the last five years has been grace. Probably longer, but for me, five years now, it's been grace. And it has opened up this pathway to these greater mysteries. And God says there's a time for the revelation of the greater mysteries. And for those of us, now is the time. It's the revelation of the greater mystery of His love. You are loved. And any time a thought or a word rises up against that truth, it's like, tuck to the hand. I'm not going to listen. Jesus said, guard your heart. We talked about, we heard that last night. Paul tells us to guard our heart. Proverbs tells us to guard our hearts in Proverbs 4. We talked about that a few weeks ago. You know, as we guard our heart, as we listen to the voice of truth, as we ponder and meditate on truth, our physiology changes. What happens when your physiology changes for the better? You get healed. We can ponder the doctor's diagnosis all day long, and all it's going to do is produce what? The doctor's diagnosis. And there ain't no joy in most doctor's diagnoses, right? Because what's the diagnosis? It's the roadmap for treatment. Don't know how to treat unless you have a diagnosis. Legally, can't treat unless you have a diagnosis. Because you can't bill for insurance if you don't have a diagnosis. Right? So, when the doctor gives you a diagnosis, that's not the final word. It's not even the original word. It's an opinion of the doctor. Based on symptomology. But symptomology is subject to what? The love of God. The root under the symptomology is subject to the life of God, the love of God, the mercy of God. And you know, there's a day coming when people are going to come to us and go, how do I get healed? And we're going to talk to them about the love of God. And we're going to talk to them about how they've been duped by the doctors, by the church, by professors, by politicians. They don't have the answers. I mean, what did Einstein say? What's the greatest force out there? Love. If we can tap into that, even one little bitty, tiny atom of love 
it becomes a chain reaction. So let me put it to you this way. Who loves you, baby? Jesus. Jesus. And how do you tap that love? Jesus. (laughs) Jesus loves me. This I know. For the Spirit tells me so. (laughs) Right? Does the Spirit ever lie to you? No. You know, Carol and I were talking, you know, the, sometimes these little silly songs that we've heard over the years have more life and truth in them oh, yeah. than anything else we've ever listened to or been exposed to. But even for me, I mean, I got, got, Carol and I were talking about this and I went back to a song probably, what, how long has it been since we were at Res Light? Maybe 10, 15 years ago. A, a Dr. Don silly song. Any, anybody know Dr. Don? Dr. Don is an MD who's never practiced medicine, but he's taught about life and healing through through God for years. And through and and he would just play these silly songs, and, and he would just stir your heart. Every tissue in my body is happy. Every organ in my body is well. I thank God that every cell in my body is happy and well. Do you remember that one? Every tissue in my body is happy. Every organ in my body is well. I thank God that every cell in my body is happy and well. And you just, you know. And and there's just something about that. Because what is it doing? It's tapping into that quantum level. It's putting, it's putting focus on your cells. It's putting focus on your tissue. It's putting focus on your organ. And that focus is it's healthy and well. So it doesn't matter what's going on in the body. At that moment, you're singing truth. You're hearing it. And your body's responding to it. It charges up the the immune system. Oh, wow. That's so cool. And you you all probably have one of those little silly songs in the back of your mind somewhere. If not... You got one now. Oh, where is my hairbrush? Oh, where is my hairbrush? Is that Larry from from Veggie Tales? But even that brings joy and brings laughter. And we know that that's good like a medicine. And so I just wanted to just sort of, as we move into this next part of worship norman has i I, i'm really intrigued by what he put together tonight because it's like it's just got some stuff that will be catchy i think um i did i did well you know what's catchy for me may not be catchy for you that's all i'm saying but i did i did review it i did enjoy it it's there are some what what were new songs to me different artists for me and it's just one of those eclectic nights where we're going to just let that love just soak through this music. But as again, just as, as with, with when Aaron was leading us in worship, being focused on that love, your body has to respond. Your emotions have to respond. And you can say, God, I'm not feeling it at the moment, but that's okay. And your body will still respond. You don't have to whip it up. Right? Altogether now. I don't have to whip it up. 
because it's at work whether I know it or not. And how do I know that's true? Because he called me before the foundations of the universe, and I didn't know it at the time, did I? And it still worked. So guys, you are awesomely loved. And then we'll do communion afterwards, and we're going to share that love with each other because it's worth it. It's worth it. There is power in this room tonight, and it's flowing out of his love. And so just just let yourself do the Lipton tea thing and fall back into his love tonight. Amen? All right. We're going to do communion. And we're going to come up here and we're going to do it as a group. There's something about family unity. I just want you to dial down into the quantum level of his love by intentionally going, I'm there. I'm there. See, we should be able to tap his love anywhere at any time. And the struggle becomes when we're going through something, if we isolate, it becomes harder to tap it. That's why we need each other. That's why Paul says, don't forsake the fellowship of believers. Because he knew that we would go through things that would try to pull us away. But when we come together, we can reinforce, don't go away, stay here. And that's really important. And I know in the grace community that so many people have walked away from the church. Period. Want nothing to do with fellowship as believers. And that's... I understand walking away from legalism. And I understand walking away from a legalistic church. I don't understand walking away from each other when Jesus says, love one another. You can't love one another if you're not around each other. And so... Tonight, we're just going to just, just go there for, just, just begin to open up to that love. There's a frequency there. And as you focus on love, Jesus, thank you for loving me. Thank you for loving me. Thank you that you call me worthy no matter what's going on in my head. Thank you that I am worthy not because of my family, but because you say so. Thank you that no matter what I've been through in my life, whether I can name it or can't, you still call me worthy. None of my experiences disqualify me. None of the words of anyone else disqualify me. And if even if I look at myself and find myself lacking, you don't disqualify me. Because it's not even about my opinion. It's about yours. You love us. Perfectly. Even when we're not perfect. And there's something to be said about that, Lord, that we can count on your love no matter what we do or what we do don't do 
Your love is so powerful. Your love is so full of warmth. We draw strength from your heart of love as we realize that we're inside of your heart of love. That Jesus, you brought us into your heart of love and into the fullness of fellowship with Father and Holy Spirit and yourself. And we quietly tonight, Lord, just just make, in one sense, a demand on that love. Because you said if we ask, it won't be denied to us. And so we're just calling out and asking for the fullness of that love to work in us. To rev up our immune systems where they've been depleted. Mm. To destroy the stress that has caused depletion of the immune system. By changing our thought patterns, Lord, to the truth. Your perfect love casts out all fear. And so tonight, Lord, fear goes. Stress goes. Anxiety goes. And every cell literally responds to the original memory created, which was you. Deep in every cell is our memory of you. And we we just say, let that memory rise up in us tonight. Mm. Mm. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We let that memory rise up in us tonight. The memory of your love from before the foundation of the universe imprinted upon our DNA. Imprinted on our DNA, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That love, Lord, conquers all. That love conquers all. When you have an emblem and a, and a juice, come on up here. This is too important of a time. You see, when he said to come together and celebrate and to do it in remembrance of him, he's literally saying, remember my love for you. Remember the power that I've shown you while I walked the earth the power that's in my love. We have forgotten that. We have been told it stopped. We've been told it was a byproduct and not the actual heart. Need a chair, Mary? You okay? All right. Okay. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to... Eat, and then I want you to touch the person next to you. And don't even say a word, but just let love flow through. So eat. Vibrant love, Lord, just pulsating through us. Wow, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Every cell receives that love now. Every memory, every thought just 
yields to the love that's flowing through us right now. Whether we feel it or not, it's there. It's at work. It's powerful because we've asked Father tonight for the love to go to work in our lives. Every condition, every diagnosis bows tonight to His love. All strength is restored as people leave tonight. As you leave tonight, your strength will increase. Not just tomorrow, but in the days that follow. It has to. Our God is not a liar. Our dad's love never fails. Thank you, Lord. Now I want you to take and drink. And I want you to and if you're done drinking, I want you to take and touch the person on the other side of you. And do the same thing. Thank you, Lord. We celebrate the ceiling by your by celebrating your covenant, Lord. Whew. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. His love is power. His power is love. His light is is love, and His love is light. No darkness can remain in us. We've called upon His love. We've made a demand on His love, which He said we could do. We've done it tonight. It's in you. It's part of you. You're in Him. You're in His love. You're part of Him. There is no separation tonight, folks. There is no separation. You are the beloved. You are prospering in soul. You are prospering in body. Everything you need for life and godliness rises up now in Jesus' name. Wow. Amen. Wow. Awesome. Thank you, Lord. It's real. It's real. Amen.